0: Hi, this is Dave of Sci-Fi TV Rewatch, and today I want to present something a little different in this segment of Take 5. As most of you know, Wayne and I are high school English teachers, and for the past few years, my students have recorded podcasts as part of the Imaginary Worlds unit. After reading Ayn Rand's novella Anthem, dissecting the lyrics of Russia's 2112, and examining some of the protagonists' and thematic ideas in contemporary dystopic fiction, the students chose a genre television show and examined one of its episodes. And while most focused on the pilot episode, some did not. I present to you here the views of three 15-year-old young women as they discuss BBC America's Sherlock in their first-ever podcast using little more than their laptops and Skype. So sit back and enjoy. Who knows? We may all be subscribing to their shows in a few short years.
1: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I'm Ruby, and I'm with Robin and Kiana.
2: We'll be talking about Sherlock, Season 2, Episode 2, The Hounds of Baskerville.
0: It was directed by Paul McGuigan, written by Mark Gaddis, Stephen Moffat, and based on the works of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. (laughs)
1: Beginning of the episode, I was like kind of freaked out why they opened it up with
0: him soaked in blood. Like I'm, I still don't understand why he's opened up like that. But I honestly just love how John just knows what he's gotten into and kind of tolerates what Sherlock has been doing. It's like yeah, it's
2: kind of like you can see in his eyes how he's just like just don't get blood in the house. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like he doesn't really care about anything. He just. I feel like, he's used it. To it, like real it happens life. every day. Like, I feel like he's used to it in real life, and so now he's just like, ah, I might as well put up with it for money on a show. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Sherlock's drug addiction was revealed in the beginning because they're talking about something, and Watson was like, you won't get sold any. And then he said, don't give up now. And then he, w- Sherlock was like going into withdrawal. Yeah. And he was all crazy. You know, he's already crazy, but. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny how he gets over his nicotine addiction, or whatever it is, by solving crimes, and he goes crazy without them. Like, picking a new
2: addiction. And it being my first time watching the show, I um, found it very interesting, just, like, instantly trying to figure something out, like, wait, what is he addicted to?
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, I read the books growing up, and it's just a whole different experience watching it, but... So, I think it's, like, amazing how he can tell what a person is, like, what they've been doing just by looking at them. I want to do that. Yeah,
0: I want to be able to do that, too.
1: Like, I think it's the drugs that's letting him do that. And, like, how he looked at Henry and
2: knew immediately that not only was he a smoker, but he hadn't had a cigarette yet all day, And that he had a traumatic experience the last time. And
0: I also love how he immediately knew that whoever Miss Hudson was flirting with already had, like, four wives. And wherever he had them. And all of his friends. And no one else knew about it. All of his, like, people that he's
1: solving cases for, they get so freaked out when they first meet him. They're like, why do you know this? Sherlock, like, he reminds me of myself. Because he's always getting into really weird situations. But he always gets himself out of them really quickly. And I can't do that. And I need that skill. He's just really observant.
0: With the victim,
1: Henry. He's like, I saw the devil. I'm like, can you please stop being dramatic? And then, yeah, I don't know. How long had he been on that drug? Like, how long does it last? Because he saw it for a few days after that. And I got really confused.
0: Um, I think he was um, on the drug for like 20 yeah. years. Because every time he went to Dwyer's. Or whatever it was called. Dwyer's. Valley or something, he got drugged again because there were pressure pads in this forest. In yeah, forest.
2: which was very clever. Yeah, that's a lot of dedication.
0: That's true. I'm, although, generally, I found the character of Henry very boring. Yeah, I felt like he was kind of just a typical crazy character that we weren't supposed to listen to, but at the same time was important, if that makes sense.
1: He was always, like,
0: yeah, freaking although out. Although it was... It, did, it was kind of
2: interesting when he was having that strange moment and he almost shot his therapist.
0: Yeah, I found that to be really interesting, and I feel like it just brought it, um in, in the point of view of people who are actually mentally disordered and have PTSD and stuff like that.
1: I'm pretty sure that child event messed him up when he was a kid.
0: Yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah. I mean, he's a child, and... Things like that affect you when you're that like, young? Okay, so I like what they did with the um,
2: the black gas mask with the red eyes changing into, like, this big black dog with humongous... Oh, yeah,
0: I really liked how the mask really described, like, how um, he saw the wolf or the big dog, the hound. True, true. What's I don't fully drugs? understand why um,
2: Franklin had to kill Henry's father. Um,
0: Henry's father did something, like... He got nosy and started poking around Franklin's hound thing, and so he killed him. I think he worked for the government. Yeah, I think that both of them worked for the government or something. It's kind of weird
1: how he, like, tried to block it out by saying a werewolf ate it, ate his father. But why
0: would he go to Sherlock, like, 30 years after? I don't know. It was explained, but I don't remember what it was. It was, it just happened. Yeah. I think he
2: saw it again the night before.
0: Yeah, something happened the night before, and so he took, like, the early train to get to Sherlock. Which is how he knew he (laughs) hadn't had a smoke yet. I was kind of suspicious of the
1: military offers. (laughs) Like, the military officer seemed really sketchy. I don't know. Was that just me? I don't know.
0: I thought, um, I thought Bluebell was going to play a bigger role. Yeah, I I didn't think that Bluebell was just going to be a red herring. I thought that she she or he was going to be something bigger than what she was. True. Yeah,
2: and it wasn't exactly a red herring because there pretty much weren't any red herrings, which is kind of disappointing, because it did lead Sherlock to figure out that Dr. Stapleton was involved.
0: That's true. Yeah, I guess. Like, it showed him that they were genetically modifying things.
2: Yeah. Although I don't get how you take a lab animal in... Like, how you get a lab animal home to be your daughter's pet.
0: Yeah, I want to say how you can mix up pet rabbit with a lab rabbit. I have a rabbit. Um, I found it really interesting how Franklin helped Sherlock or Mycroft, whatever, when the alarms went off in the building. I think that he knew it was Sherlock. He knew it was Sherlock, right? Yeah, he did know it was Sherlock. He was like, I got your back, bro.
1: I'm, I'm curious how, um,
2: Henry, like, like why the, the lights were like
0: like, all the lights went on and then the dog, like, attacked. I'm wondering what that was. And then... Yeah, I have no idea. I think that was just him imagining things because he was crazy or insane. It happened again in the lab when Watson saw it. Like, the lights went glaring on, but Henry hadn't mentioned it at all. <laughs> I think it was... Yeah, I think he was just crazy. I don't know. It could be something bigger, but it wasn't really something important. Well, I don't
1: know. He's kind of weird. Like, he... I mean, because he was already going to a therapist. Yeah. It did dis- disappoint me how
2: like everything except Umkra had to do with the point, and that, and that even led, um, led Sherlock into realizing the acronym. Yeah,
0: nothing was really like used to distract us. Everything had something to do with it, which I guess is kind of the beauty of the show. Like, everything you see is something important, but at the same time, it would have been interesting to have something to distract us from the main point. That's true.
1: Like, yeah. Although uh, although what Umtra really was was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. I found that to be hilarious. Everyone had, like, a completely different point of view on the show. Like, Watson initially thought everyone was crazy, and he was the only normal one. But he's—I think he was being kind of, like, ignorant. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and he was, like, saying that Sherlock was, like, implying that Sherlock was going through withdrawal and really stressed out and that Henry was crazy, and they both made up the hound.
0: Yeah, I kind of felt like um, John was trying to place blame on Sherlock when he didn't figure out the drug was in the sugar or whatever. True. It got me thinking, like, what if mutated animals were released, like, into our generation now? What would happen? Yeah, if something like that was in our forests or, like, in our whatever, I think everyone would be freaked out. I'm curious about the sugar test that Sherlock did. I'm curious
2: when he went to Stapleton to arrange the whole thing and why she
0: would agree to that. Yeah, I don't know. I think Stapleton's generally just a very nice person. So she probably just wanted to do what was best for everyone, everyone, which was see if the drug drug that um, they were using really caused hallucinations and people to imagine things that aren't there. I
1: I felt so happy, like, because I predicted the whole drug thing from the beginning. I was like, okay, first of all, Sherlock
0: is obviously a cocaine addict. Let's get real. Yeah. (laughs) I, personally, I'm really bad at, like, solving mysteries and stuff, so I never predicted that it was a drug. I knew that it wasn't an actual hound, but I didn't think someone was making him go crazy. At first I thought it might have been, like, a werewolf or possibly just, like, actually... A really, really big dog. Yeah. Speaking of dogs, I don't, I don't really understand why those people put the dog in the um forest. Like, I can understand why they would do it, but it's just so morally wrong. Yeah, you know, I think they're the just trying that. to pull a prank. I was sad when they shot the lab. Oh yeah, I was really upset when they did that. Like, I understand it was trying to attack them, but. It was the guy's dog cuz the guy had the restaurant near the forest
1: and he let his lab go loose and I was really sad when they sh- when they shot the lab like Sherlock at the end of the episode he apologized to him. what? Okay, what the heck is umkra? Oh, it was it was just basically a bunch of kids
2: in a um, car um having were, fun yeah, and they yeah. were hitting the headlight and making it go on and off and worse. Oh, and, like, Watson thought it was Morse and read it, and it said umcra but I remember he read it a couple times, and every time it said umcra so I'm confused why a random uh, act like that would be the exact same um, Morse
0: um, every time, and how it could yeah, actually... Yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't even know if he saw the same one, but if he did, that's pretty weird. Maybe it's Latin for something. Yeah, there might be, but um, no one really cares to look it up. Also, I really liked um, Sherlock's Mind Palace. I thought that was really interesting. Oh, yeah, that was so cool, and how you just, like,
2: store everything. But And I like how when Watson was describing it, he said it's usually, like, um, I don't remember exactly. A map? Like, a map, or, like, a house. And then he says, but didn't he say palace? And then you just, like, think about Sherlock and go, yeah, his
0: his would totally be a palace with just the elevated. Um. Yeah, that's very Sherlock of him to say that, like, that it's a palace instead of just a street or something.
2: (laughs) Well, from his point of view, it's, uh, you can't fit all those ideas in uh, one little map. Oh, yeah,
0: this episode, I remember it gave me nightmares when I first watched it. Yeah, that totally went into my dreams.
1: I usually don't get scared from horror movies, like, I can watch it before I go to bed, but I got so scared when Watson was, like, hiding in the cage. True. I'm like, of course he would go hide in, like, of course Watson would go in a cage and, like, put a blanket over himself. Like, who else would do that? Not me. I'd scream and Snapchat it. I think in the
2: very end, how Franklin dies is just really stupid because he's been a scientist there for a long time. He's lived there for a long time. He would know, one, that beyond that fence, there are mines that kill you. Two, that if he didn't know that already, there's a barbed wire fence for a reason and there are signs. And three, there must have been a rock around or something that you could have slid onto the mine and ran away.
0: Yeah, I don't know if he was, like, purposely trying to commit suicide or if he was just an idiot and forgot that he put mines there. Because he worked for that place, right? Yeah he, might, yeah, he might even have placed the mines, which is how he knew
2: to put the pressure pads for
1: the drug.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, he had to have known. Although, I think that's really interesting. What I'm still
1: confused about... Okay, well, I'm not confused. I'm just fascinated Like, why would you just randomly take sugar from someone's house? And, like, because he didn't mention the whole thing before. He just happened to have some of the sugar from his friend's house. He's like, oh, yeah, here it is. I'm going to investigate it. Yeah, I don't understand why he didn't investigate it first instead of testing it on John. I know. And, like, it freaked him out. Like, that military girl that was helping them out, she was hella weird. The Stapleton? Yeah. I mean, everyone in the military base was really weird. I got really suspicious of them. I felt like everyone had a little part in this. I felt like everyone was just a little
0: crazy in the base.
1: I feel like the military girl had something to do with the Hound thing, and that's why she was letting them go into all the databases, because... Well, she didn't even have the password to
2: access the stuff about Hound. Sherlock had to figure that one out, and... I think he should have tried a couple other passwords before he figured it out.
1: Well, I mean, he's Sherlock, so... I mean, he is Sherlock, Sherlock. but... Well, like, she let him go in his office. She let him go on the computer. Like, I mean, you know, if you're going to tell someone something, okay, but... That
2: might have just been her own scientific curiosity. Yeah, it was very
0: illegal, but whatever. I feel like I really liked Stapleton as a person. And, yeah, I I just feel like she was a really nice genuine person that you could trust in the show, like, because everyone in the episode was just very fishy and suspicious, and she was one of the only ones that was really down to earth. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Although, I'm confused. When, um, Watson got affected by the drug, he went into a room that said, stay out unless you want a cold, and
0: then he never got sick. I don't know, maybe it, you can only get a cold but prolonged exposure, like... He was only in there for a couple of seconds.
1: Yeah, and I think they just said that so that you would stay out. Like, maybe as, like, a little funny joke. Because obviously if someone wants
0: information, they're not going to stay out in fear of getting a cold. Like, it's just a cold. Oh, speaking of drugs, I found the drug, the actual hound drug, was really interesting and, like, how it worked. And drove people to insanity. Wait, are they actually, like, um, testing on animals? I think they were testing on animals, but I think that they were just making people go crazy at the same time. Like, maybe there actually
1: was a drug that made people see hounds, and no one knows about it. I think, um, the overall
2: (laughs) filming of the episode was very good, but the CGI dog, um, hound was obviously very fake and didn't work at all. Yeah,
0: I don't know if it was supposed to be very fake, because it was supposed to be a figment of like their imagination, or if they just don't know how to work CGI. Which is reasonable, considering Sherlock isn't really a CGI show, it's more about reality and like weird murderers.
2: Yeah, stuff that people could go, oh, that could mm-hmm. uh, happen in my own life. Yeah,
0: it's actually kind of scary like how some of these things may actually be able to happen. And they probably will. Like, a lot of science
1: fiction shows, just like the unit that we went over in English, all the robot stuff, it's happening. It's literally gonna happen. Yeah. Before you know it. It's kind of scary, actually. And I don't even like to think about it. Although I do
2: like, I don't know if they do this in other episodes, but I do really like how if you pay
0: attention you could actually, like, solve it along with Sherlock. Yeah, it's actually pretty interesting um, how they give you clues to everything, and you could probably solve it yourself. True. Sherlock is a really good show for people who like to
1: solve mysteries because it's such a long show that you have time to, like, take notes mentally and think through the possibilities.
0: Yeah, it was great. And just it's my favorite show. Yeah, overall, I just really liked the episode. It's probably one of my favorites out of um, Sherlock from the episodes I've watched. I've only watched up to season two, so I don't know if there are any better ones.
1: Okay, well, that's all that we have today. Thanks for tuning in to our podcast. We covered Sherlock, season two, episode two, The Hounds of Baskerville. We hope
2: you
0: enjoyed it.